Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control. And this news about the new variant has been a uh, an incredibly difficult end to, frankly, an awful year. And it's important for everybody to act, essentially act like they might have the virus. And that's the way that we can control it together. The way ahead is hard. And it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost. Our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats, nerve tag, has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant. It may be up to 70% more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days. And it's going to spread further. And I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public. Um, more families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned, this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment for sure. I just say, I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime, so as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
reading that law line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. Yeah, in a coup they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. St. Arafat Day, it's Feed the Blick Day, and uh, the, God, the dog's going to bat for everyone, trying to keep, got to keep myself afloat, and uh, like everyone else, but uh, yes, we have a team, a team that we must, uh, we must make sure gets through each week to the next, is my mic too loud, I see it sort of peaking, uh, sound check everyone, is everything okay, um, I've got to be careful these days, just with uh, trying to recover, trying to get back to a stable system. It's uh, painful, to say the least. Uh, um, I see we oh, don't do that. Do this instead. Thank you. Uh, all right. So on uh, St. Arafat Day, what we'll be doing, a bit, bit of a more regular, regular fare. And I'm trying to, as much as I want to cover prion data, I, of course, want to keep up with the literature as it pertains to essentially cognitive decline. And there were a couple of papers last week which are on my list. I will try to take a swing at them today. I have approximately less than two hours now to get the get this stream done and dusted. Um, I'm... Uh, I'm busy, <laughs> funnily enough. Uh, so the yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna look at that. 
And some, I got asked, oh, oh, please, would I concentrate back a bit more on the geopolitics, Ukraine, um, Israel, etc. And I, I want to, um, but I would, the, the story around Ukraine right now, actually, if, uh, if you want my uh, honest opinion, is that it's the fact that there is no story about Ukraine anymore. Gone have the virtue fag flags on Twitter. The the fellas have slunk back into their kennels. You are very hard pressed to find anything a- approximating the 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 deluge of goyslop that was poured down your your throat. Well, for the last eighteen months more, we're coming up to the two year. Is it two year or three year anniversary for this? Well, two year, right? Um, and that to me is the big uh, story about Ukraine. And the, the thing is, I follow it on uh, uh, Telegram, right? And of course, there's plenty going down on Telegram channels. But what's what's happening on Telegram channels is essentially just an uh, an amalgamation of all this. Uh, hyper reality footage as these drones and uh, taking <laughs> high resolution footage of men um, essentially just being cut in half, blown to smithereens, and it's up, it's on both sides. But the for sure the Russians are just grinding away. At the Ukrainians, um, the they have home advantage, and the fact that we're subject to retards who would want to pick a war on Russia's footsteps the way that they did, um, we should find all those responsible, and um, it should go way beyond tar and feathering, as far as I'm concerned. And you know, the 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 geopolitical mix. Uh, combined with covid um it's there are strong links there which is why i cover them and i i will i will try to cover them but until i everything's pivoted towards israel and in that instance what are you watching is essentially well it's it's a de facto genocide of the palestinian people whether um whichever side you're on on that particular debate the that's not putting it fair just talking about debate it's more than that because people are dying right and the <laughs> on both sides i'll i'll add the uh, the move towards mass expulsion seems and that's one thing i did notice and even there was one headline that caught my eye today and it was in the what was it it was actually in the Guardian, and the Guardian were pushing stories of most Palestinians wish to leave. Well, great. <laughs> Thanks very much, uh, globalist oligarch zog scum. Um, that's just what we need uh, a a free pass to your genocides where when it suits your uh, geostrategic uh, geo aims and uh, the rest of the poor Untermensch uh, get get lumped with uh, a population, two million um, displaced, angry people. Um, this is far from an ideal 
situation or, or series of events, political moves, however you want to describe it, to be allowed to um, pass without, at least, again, you have to voice your um, your objection to these things, that you, you're not condoning it you you've you're well if you're Euro, if you're european you've already taken much of the brunt of this globalist march the zog zog corporate <laughs> globo homo i guess i love that phrase globo homo tyranny um they've they've really done a number on you it's, it's incredible and to see how passive people are and, and i'm not talking about going and looting and burning and pillaging in response but how come you keep voting the same reptiles in you know there's there should be your first uh port of call and i i, I suppose my you know if i'm arguing for <sighs> just essentially uh hands off don't don't get sucked in then you know i can understand why people don't want to vote etc but there are battlegrounds that you should choose and voting is one of them i'm not saying voting is going to help but you know at least there are things that you can say that you did when you're sort of laying there and the uh the world that you did know is being subsumed by these uh these jackals from either side and the events that they cause to unfurl on the ground and so i i i'm not keeping an eye on it but like i say the i i don't want to show the carnage on european battlefields i think but right now unless unless it was for special reasons that i i've shown a few of course but generally what i'm seeing is just i don't want to watch just dudes writhing around on the ground after some cheap ching chong drone has dropped a grenade on their head um it's uh, it's disturbing and you know <laughs> they've wiped out have wiped out a a generation more than a generation in that country um and people just ain't getting it man I ain't getting it. And like I say, you, fact that the fact that you've got you you've been directed now, Lickspittles. Look at the look at the other stories. Look at the other goist slop they're uh, feeding to you. <laughs> you don't pay attention to the war that they've lost. That's that's how it looks. And why why should Russia at this point be in any way accommodating to uh, appeals from uh, Western governments at least? to uh, capitulate, or not capitulate, but to um, slow down uh, in this conflict. It was initiated by the West, for sure. And um, Russia, Russia's paid a price as well. I mean, it's, it, it's not just Ukrainians. This is why I find it so abhorrent what they've done. <laughs> it's just like, like Europe hadn't paid enough in terms of blood, in terms of banker wars in the last centuries basically but god damn it man to fire one off again 
in the in the 21st century and then be looking to uh do it in the middle east as they gear up and try to uh get rah rah support for uh taking out those iranians so those iranians that causing all the problems not the not those uh corporate interests that are um if uh, anything but uh, favorable to humanity uh, Ukraine equals Zog homeland, courtesy of Twitch Automod. <laughs> I, I get the meaning, does it, Scoob? Uh, see, Rodopaja says two years, yeah, and it's almost like all those Ukraine flag faggots were getting paid by a you know who. Yeah, of course. I, again, just virtue signaling twats on. Twitter, right? That, that's a, that's just an indicator that you're dealing with someone who just is not thinking. It's probably a bot, doesn't have a fully wired up frontal cortex, and it's probably young and stupid. Uh, if it's a human being, and the that war will drag on, probably. I don't know. I mean. If they if they've lost five, you know, it's five hundred thousand, and they were bandying that figure around in the summer, right? And the 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 calls for a, ma a mass mobilization in Ukraine, right, where they're already press ganging individuals off the street, they're sending women to front to to fight on the front lines. They're um. Well, there they've been nothing but the plaything of psychopaths that's that's all i can think <laughs> what do, who 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 triggers those types of conflicts because uh, you know it's good for the old uh, the old portfolio the old share portfolio who doesn't who doesn't want a good culling on the on the european soils that that always goes well and its disappearance is is gross, and the fact that people just the, nary blink as the, the the reels are changed and they're they're sitting there and and continuing to consume all this all this goy slop. Uh, all right, so who have we got here? So uh, do, 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 always was Israel. Um. Look again. I'm. I wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't saying you've got to be objective in this instance. And I can tell you from experience, Israel is not this unified. Um, <laughs> as much as people like to think of it as this uh, wrapping the tentacles around the world, are there elements within jury that do that? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they uh, do. They dig tunnels and engage in uh, all all sorts of weird, uh, nefarious acts of human depravity yes they do um but it's not it's not hashtag not all and um you know there's i i would argue that there's victims on both sides and if you're not speaking up for all victims um then your motivations are uh somewhat suspect uh really hope they get the genocide charges that ain't happening Sorry, as much as you, as, like that again. That's they they're letting those stories out so people have a little bit of uh, hope. It would be like Russia bringing uh, claims of 
fire warfare assaults and that they will just rally around the power centers and, and nothing will happen. They'll probably even let it, it go into court and drag it out for 10 years. And that's, that's how they beat you, right? So you get so shy, oh, we're coming to court. But then, you know, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Uh, get them off the fucking island. <laughs> Uh, um, I get, I get the sentiment. I really do. I don't. I, like I said, I wrestle with this thing, man. If we, if we lit the Middle East up for uh, nineteen hijackers, what do you, what do we do for? I don't know. <laughs> exponentially worse uh, orchestrating of global events for a handful of players as it were. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I would have to leave that aspect to people who are experts in law, I would hope. I mean, I, I can do the scientific analysis, but uh, you, don't, you don't want me sitting there making uh, decisions. <laughs> Vengeance! And um, I'm not sure I could be balanced enough in that. It's, it's tough enough to be balanced right now. Uh, voting is fraud never has no never will it's as much of a feel-good myth as diversity um i i tend to agree with you along most axes there but where i think it does matter is in like the the your local at the local level like school boards that type of thing and you know what what you should be doing is getting the or organizing at a, at a local level so that you can at least push back against diktats from on up high they 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 don't have supreme um power and control otherwise we wouldn't be having this conversation in the first place so there are mechanisms to push back um look if, if we're dealing with a black pill scenario and they've seeded the uh, the environment with prions and those prions are building up it still doesn't mean that you uh, sit and do nothing, right? It means that you get uh, organized and start trying to do stuff. And yeah. what did I say earlier? What should you, yeah, you, you know, the way through that bottleneck is uh, more children, lots more children, less, uh, less deification of the material. And um, of course, um, trying to figure out what's the best way at a uh, at your own physiological level to um, arrest and slow down the um, the disease process, and some will be faring better than others. And for those that have got through relatively unscathed, I would just say be um, be cognizant of those that didn't, and we'll try to uh, we'll try and get as many through as possible. Let's see. I'm voting M193. It's cheap and more powerful than 223 soy. <laughs> Let's see. Chad, M193 in 24. I don't know what that means. Iran is captured too. It's all just theatre. Fuck it all. Grow tomatoes and weed and know who your neighbours are. Yeah, that's... Look, man, for, for most of us who are not going to be around any of this, you know, we we're not part of that decision-making tree 
and you're, I don't know, maybe, maybe you think you're a special one and you're, uh, you're essentially a, a mid-level management type. Uh, trust me, uh, they don't have your interests at heart either, but the fact that you still uh, getting treated well by uh, the system, as it were, um, to just make sure I got some traitor! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Pat Gross says, donate your pesos, Perfavor. Please, please. It's uh, it's Simon's day today. Please, please, please feed that bleak. Um, let's see. They unify real quick when faced with even the slightest existential threat. Go back to interviewing when the phrase... <laughs> interviewing. <laughs> That's funny. Let's see. The 19 hijackers were another uh, Jew trick. We should be glass parking a lot of those motherfuckers for that alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. COVID hit me for a second time on New Year's Eve. Still problems with my sinuses. Well, I hope you get better. Um, let's see. All things are indefensible, says the jiggling and jaggering tip of the spear, edge of the knife. Well, we we will try to be. And so, like I say, what I'm trying to do, I've got lots of papers around prions, which I'm trying to work through. Of course, we have the big picture. I'm just filling in details, giving you content, except for something to listen to, some way to try to uh, scrape uh, a living, uh, build a community. And... Uh, so I'll keep doing this as long as I can. Uh, but there's new papers out, and it's important that we we try and stay abreast of those. So um, what I will do is uh, I will delve into the stream. Uh, opening opening statements finished, and uh, oh yes, um, so, so oh, and I'll put this. On the screen, but uh, yeah, I you know I try to sort of find um, memes and stuff, and many many of those come from Good Doggy. And as I was sort of scrolling through memes, and I found this one that he'd done, which is we should just give. Uh, I'm I'm just being incredible. I'm I'm feeling sentimental at the moment because uh, I know I know there are people that are on uh, a. Um, less than optimal uh scenario right now I, I know a whole bunch and um my my uh my aching back seems um inconsequential in the uh, midst of that and so i'm very appreciative of everyone around me and as i was trying to pick a meme um from all, all the artwork that gets done on the discord i saw this one and uh i just said that good doggy doesn't get enough praise for uh all all that he does and good doggy praise for us all um <laughs> often from the bottom of a bottle but uh you know we we all have our uh where is good doggy i saw him uh earlier um let's see what's this replace operating thetans with red heifer barbecues and the age of the messiah uh you have way more people and dollars to pull off this nonsense maybe Yuval Harari is a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Praise be to good doggy. Uh, right. So I was trying to do this and put myself on the screen. Yeah, take my work. Not working. 
Hello. Oh, there we go. <laughs> right. This, this camera, man. <laughs> Fucking. Why is it so slow? God damn it. Uh, right. So if you've wandered in here wondering who I am, uh, that's me. Uh, Dr. Kevin McCann, systems neuroscientist turned renegade scientist as uh, the, uh, all indicators seem to be that the oligarch class have uh, upped the intensity of uh, silent weapons for quiet wars and uh, they think they think they've got the uh, strategic advantage at the moment and so now I try to pick through the wreckage of uh, scientific institutions data etc and of course try to make it somewhat entertaining and uh, if you want to find out um, all my previous work please go and uh, look at ResearchGate and uh, there you'll see uh, my uh, decades of slaving away uh, over hot monkeys um, let's see, the most important part of all, McCannDojo.com, please bookmark it, and there you can support the stream and me and uh, <laughs> tax evading bleaks, uh, broken veterans, uh, for all sorts, but just uh, everyone needs help, and uh, I'm trying my best to uh, funnel them today, and it is Simon's Day, I make every every Friday tax evading bleak day and uh, everything we raise uh, today goes to make sure that Mackie D's and Chicken McNuggets flow freely whilst he throws coal into the uh, uh, furnace and of course you can use your uh, user cards, PayPal, Patreon, buy me a coffee, subscribe stuff, cryptocurrencies you can join our Discord or Gilded register to be notified if you would like uh, an email more, more, uh, more digital trash raining down on you in your inbox should you so choose and of course you can watch the stream live on there with nary a login or anything you can just um when it's live you can watch and of course um part of building out our um community is to build up open source why aren't we going to hey refresh damn you is that is that not refreshing there we go. Um, we pay for server, for bare metal servers. Oh, there you go. My mother. Mum. Mum, can I call you back? I'm streaming right now. Hi, Kev. Can I call you back? I can't see you. Yeah, I'm streaming. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. I'm, I'm at Sally's. Okay. I'll call you back later. With a friend. Okay. Listen, I've got no details, so you need okay, to Okay, I will do. Dinner. Thanks anymore. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Um, mothers. We all have them. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I forgot where I was at now. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, anyone can sign up, give an email, and uh, you too can stream and uh, upload uh, content. And uh, let's see what's been recently added to the uh, uh, the content list. And um, let's see, Ron Paul Liberty Report. Well, we're aggregating stuff. This is the nice thing about uh, this federated uh, system. Um, um, hopefully, we're being picked up by others as well. They recognise our. Uh, uh, efforts in the resistance all right so um now where to begin so um this story caught my eye now 
9th of January. South Korea bans consumption of dog meat. Lawmakers have voted to end traditional practice by 2027. South Korea's parliament voted on Tuesday to ban the sale and consumption of dog meat. And I'm... What do we know about dogs and SARS from Korea? That they showed that they could um, infect and impact the central nervous system of dogs. And they were able to get it to spread uh, among the, uh, the laboratory animals that they were using. And I just wonder if this is another one of those, you know, we put it over there on, on the uh, edge case list, but uh, edge cases that may be meaningful. And you don't want to be feeding yourself uh, prions. I wonder if I can find that. Please tell me. I, I know I've got it in a tab open. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can just pull that paper up. Korean, Korean. Uh, I don't, I don't have it to hand. I should have. I was, I meant to do it, but I was rushing to get this stream on, and I, I went through it briefly. But, but basically, the dogs as a food source currently now would be. Uh, yeah, you don't want to eat Korean dog anytime soon. Uh, let's see. Kevin, I got a call from the government that you are not being compliant. Um, yeah, I know. Everyone gets those calls all the time. And uh, what can I say? The dog's not a compliant type of person. She would have tore down the whole stream. <laughs> I don't want my mum on stream. <laughs> yeah. Would have taken his power cable for a day. Yeah. Maybe the heathens just culturally love to love doggo. Nah. <laughs> they eat dogs a lot. Um, did the Koreans threaten to let loose all those cage dogs on the street if a law was passed to prohibit? Not that I know of. Uh, <laughs> my mum did that to me a while ago I was searching for my bags at the airport like 15 waiting for my bags at the airport 15 years ago and made a cunt TSA agent search all my shit ah well you know mothers and that right <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm kind of uh, let, me, let me just see if I can google search that one it was on the, I want to say it was on the CDC website SARS of two dogs infection yeah here it is neurological effects um of SARS-CoV-2 transmitted to dags like dags 
what did they find here? Um, so SARS-CoV-2 induced illness and death in humans. Yes. In this study, we used a canine transmission model to examine histopathological changes in the brains of dogs infected with SARS-CoV-2. We observed substantial brain pathology in SARS-CoV-2 infected dogs, particularly involving blood-brain barrier damage resembling small vessel disease, including changes in tight junction proteins, reduced laminin levels, and decreased parasite coverage. Furthermore, we detected phosphorylated tau, a marker of neurodegenerative disease, indicating a potential link between SARS-CoV-2-associated small vessel disease disease and neurodegeneration. Our findings of degenerative changes in the dog brain during SARS-CoV-2 infection emphasize the potential for transmission to other hosts and induction of similar signs and symptoms. The dynamic brain changes in dogs highlight that even asymptomatic in individuals infected with SARS-CoV-2 may develop neuropathologic changes in the brain. This is why we're dealing with the great retardation, folks. <laughs> Uh, of course it's not called dog when you buy it well i don't know if you can't read korean i, I i'm sure i ate dog meat by mistake there i'm pretty sure late coming back from the lab there wasn't anything there weren't much well there wasn't any other fresh meat on sale except these mystery looking packs and i looked at it i was like that kind of kind of looks like pork Somewhat. <laughs> I, I ate it. First time I ate it, I was like, ah, not so bad. This is, what is it? I don't know. But then the second time I ate it, I was like, no, 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 this isn't pork or anything. And then I was like, I don't know what this is. I just ate, uh, I just ate a pooch. So, <laughs> so what did they, what did they find here? Um, Perivascular demyelination in the brain in dogs. Yeah. Activation of microglial cells. Yeah. Uh, disruption of blood brain barrier. Um, showing transmission at an early stage of infection. This is, a, this is an important paper, actually. I, I want to make sure I've got this one saved. I, it's in a in a browser I have open, but then, you know, I have 80, 90 tabs in a browser. Where's the PDF? Give me the PDF, please. Article. Put this one in the library. And... Does anyone know why Windows would suddenly stop being able to search a folder and directory if it's on an external hard drive? Anyone have any tips? Suddenly my computer started doing that. And uh, I blame those goddamn terrible boys. But uh, I'm sure I'm sure it's something. Something's happened after my computer overheated anyway. But is there a way? How could I find out why Windows would do that? Yeah, it searches files on the main drive. Save as. Anyway. Uh, let's do and what do we want uh, <laughs> any Korean pair pair you may as well just put Kim and Young what do, I don't even know the last name yet what is the last name oh it's Su Choi but um, lots of uh, Kims and Youngs in there um, <laughs> Kim Oh, yeah, I have it. Effects in dogs. 
Oh, of course, I was trying to search for the paper. Um, because of that fucking folder, I the other day I copied it over to my desktop to search, but uh, our computer woes, they never stop. Uh, did you maybe switch off index searching on that drive? I don't know. I don't think so. But thank you for the, the tip. I don't, like I say, the, I had a catastrophic overheating event. So um, the, the computer has been doing strange stuff ever since. I mean, it runs cool now with a, with a bigger radiator on, but... Um, uh, Windows loop, how to turn on or off. It's in Windows 10, though. I've never had this problem before. Why Why would? Why wouldn't you want to be able to search directories and files on your PC? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would that be an option? Um, type indexing options and press enter in the indexing options. Windows click. All right. Indexing options. Um, I'll have to look at this afterwards. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it's it's not doing it on on one external drive. I've tried it on another external drive. That worked. So anyway, um, th th thank you for the tips on where to look for that. Um, search issues, check permission. Um, see, probe TWI says from a Peterborough lad. Uh, oi, oi. Is that you, Pedro? Uh, just added this paper to the dojo library. Uh, thank you, uh, Alberto. Um, but yeah, <laughs> neurological effects of SARS-CoV-2 transmitted among dogs. So here's a paper which shows experimental transmission. That's why I like this paper as well, right? Because they put it in co-housed um, dogs and let the let the disease the disease was able to spread through the dogs and. Um, yeah. but it was aerosol, etc. You know, dogs are uh, <laughs> hardly the the most uh, how should we say conscientious when it comes to bodily contact. Hi, all right, well, come here. Let me sniff your ass a second, and then uh, let me lick my tongue clean. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, I, I love dogs. What can I say? All right, so um, in interesting. Interesting uh, data point. What does it say here? Readers and sellers from the Korean Association of <laughs> Edible Dogs have said the ban will affect 3,000 restaurants and about 3,500 farms, raising approximately 1.5 million dogs. Holy shit. 1.5 <laughs> million dogs a year. Is that, is that how many they eat a year? April 2022 figures from Agriculture Ministry put those numbers at 1,600 restaurants, 1,100 farms, and 570,000 dogs. 
It's just, whilst, yeah, they are going to release the dogs. At protest in December, dog farmers threatened to release 2 million canines if the government proceeded with the ban. Yu Ji Bong, head of the Korea Dog Meat Farmers Association, argued at the time it was a violent act of barbarism to deprive individuals of their right to eat. Now, as abhorrent as I find eating pooches to be, if Koreans want to eat pooch, um, that's, that's on them, man, you know. Government sought to allay the concerns of dog farmers by offering a grace period and compensation so they could switch careers. Animal rights activists have opposed this, arguing the farmers would demand unrealistically high sums. Meanwhile, the farmers said both they and their main customers are people over 60 and are too old to change their ways or start a new business. Mm. I know, man. Like, it was a funny-looking dog as well that they ate. It's a sort of, I don't know, like a beigey colour mutt. There was one not far from me when I was living in Daegu. I used to have to cycle past it and, oh, the smell, man. Like, worse than pig farm, for sure. Quake says, rather eat pussy. (laughs) Same, bro. Mum says eat more cooch, less pooch. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Mum says eat more cooch, not pooch. Yeah, the pro. (laughs) Where's that? Uh, I wish I'd kept that one for quick fire. I can't remember who'd made it. I think it was like Bean Lord had made the the female Kuma. And uh, <laughs> that that meme being progressed through the Discord is, uh, I don't know, it's this woman just talking about orgasm, right? <laughs> it was a four-minute clip. Oh, God, it's, uh, I live for orgasm. <laughs> and then she got turned into the female Kuma. And then Bean Lord pasted in a Halsation dog. Silhouette. <laughs> Mums are like their cooch, eaten by the pooch, I should say. <laughs> right. Thank you for uh, Pro TWI. I'll grab that link indexing link. All right, all right, all right. So. <laughs> What did I have? What have I got here? Uh, I was just, I'm just keeping, I I reset my tabs because it was just getting out of hand. So these were just papers that we've covered already. What's this one? Oh yeah, transcript errors generate a contingent stream of amyloid and prion-like proteins in human cells. That's what they've come after you with, folks. Uh, Dogs for consumption from the market are tightly muzzled so as not to bite led home on a long pole oh yeah it looks look man dog farming looked a brutal practice right the dogs were sort of stacked one on top of the other in tiny cages and you you went that ain't a rescue dog trust me right um you, you were you were never i don't know even if you got one as a puppy probably so much uh epigenetic trauma they boil them and skin them alive. Yeah, and look, man, I'm not, I'm not condoning 
Korean poo cheating, right? But <laughs> it should be Mama says pooch eat my cooch. We could probably <laughs> probably get that far. Doc, serious question. If the prion doomscape theory is correct, are we going to see teenagers with Alzheimer's in five to ten years? Why would they pull the ripcord to release this if it's going to affect them and theirs? Is it logical to assume that they have an effective countermeasure? Um, very likely they have a effective countermeasure and um, who knows what that is and again in in this type of scenario like the super prion hypothesis like I say it's it's established within the scientific canon we've gone through that um, it's why we have the widespread polymorphism that we we do and um, why would they pull the ripcord? Well, if if the power brokers, uh, the the top of the pyramid, really believe that one there's too many people, that that could be a very very core operational principle that they go by, and two, they think that much of why they would need human capital in the first place has essentially been replaced by, look, think how many people have just been made superfluous to need by the public release of these large language models. I mean, I'm, I'm looking through Midjourney, right? I'm, I paid for a subscription to Midjourney because uh, fucking chat GPT Dali will not let you put any combination of prion biowarfare viruses etc into its um into its input whereas midjourney still is still allowing that um but the why 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 do it now well you've got to wait for the tech to become effective enough mature enough and so you know lipid nanoparticles the mrna packaging etc all these things were essential i don't know i don't want to say they were unknowns but you had to have a confluence of events to occur in order to channel as many people into the uh <laughs> the uh the residents will be taken along uh on uh vertical convert horizontal conveyor belts past idyllic Mediterranean scenes to the rotating knives. <laughs> Soundproofing will <laughs> effective countermeasure is the room's pachyderm. Um, yeah, so I, I think in terms of countermeasures, so one is physical distance from where these prions would be aggregating. Remember, you could kind of think of it as um, essentially a, a mid short to mid range uh, radioactive waste they, they can be degraded through composting we've looked at papers like that and so, so long as you do the composting in a appropriate way and there are new uh, techniques coming online all the time uh, then you can there are there are ways to mitigate that way. There are ways to mitigate just via distance and the 
you know, the people at the top have places that they can go to, which are separated geographically from uh, the the rest of the population. Um, it might also be the case that um, if, like, if you think at like the senior decision making levels, that they've thought, well, we we have to reduce the population burden on the planet. And how do we do it in an egalitarian way as possible? And you know what? I was, I retweeted a, let me see if I can find it. Uh, Jesse Matchy being on Twitter is great. And he's, he's another great account to follow. But uh, let's, let's do this. And let's see if I can find his profile. Replies. <laughs> Um, he did. He he linked to a very very cool um, video. Oh, this was funny. <laughs> Just this dude uh, foundering. Um, I got to shout him out. He does these great tunes. Um, <laughs> Just uh, Jews in the walls. Isn't it swell? The memes make them sad. They found a rabbi hole, tunnels and all, there's Jews in the walls, isn't it bliss, the rabbinical bris, soiling the mattresses <laughs> with blood and When I start writing new tunes, the Jews and their tunnels are opening digital wounds. So soon I resume making music with the usual flair. Go shut me down. See if I can. <laughs> Beware their bad news Kazarian Jews LARPing Hebrews That pizza gate <laughs> Never was fake Jeff and Ghislaine were paid By the deep State. They blackmail them all, tunneling Jews, Jews in the walls. Bravo, sir. Jesse going after at war clandestine as well. Go on, Jesse, get in there. Bulldog Jesse, don't let him go. Go on, son. Um, <laughs> there you go. 
it would have been yesterday or the day before. Um, yeah, let me let me just uh, can I open that in? No, no, come back to that. Come back to that. Funnily enough, uh, Nick Hudson retweeted the stream I did earlier, saying lots to think about. I do, I do look. I'd be happy to have Nick Hudson on and walk through all these data points. Let's say, you know, it's not everything that I disagree with him on, but you know, when you're going around saying, um, you know, when there is there's objective measures that you can use, um, and clinical, clinical um, support. I, I'm getting distracted. Uh, uh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, abridged uh, the Epstein operation. Club of Rome. Dennis Meadows. The planet can support something like a billion people, maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to, to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. And conversely, you can have more people. I mean, we could even have eight or nine billion, probably, if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart. It's, unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships. They're always stupid. So, but if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you can have it. But, it, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence. So we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven. So we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal. Uh, now, there's the point where I would want to stop. And what does what does that fit in terms of what I'm describing and he's describing? You, you want it to be relatively slow and equal. So the chance of it's essentially been a lottery made with who gets through and who doesn't. And the how would you do that? Well, you pick a disease causing mechanism that uh, is very, very difficult to pin down um, causally via things like prions. Um, you have an understanding that the scope of diseases that can be caused by them are essentially myriad and virtually endless once you understand that the prion cascade is happening at the translation level of uh, mRNA and protein. And then once, the, once it's misfolded into a pathological uh, prion-like form, um, of course we'll be involved in cancers of course we'll be involved in degenerative conditions all chronic all disabling and um and, and essentially invariably fatal um and in this at the executive level if they've making the decision oh we've got it we we have to get down we've got we've got too many people we can't maintain our standard of living uh <laughs> they know too much and so we must we must um control the population and control burn it back down to a billion war can only get you so far famine will only get you so far mass injecting prion catalyzing epitopes into what was it four billion people oh that starts getting you down to a manageable 
a manageable population size. And then comes the great retarding. You make people dumb. And that's it. Look, by any metric, they've taken their shot. The bullet's been fired. Right? You're, literally, you're literally watching this sort of, um, I forgot what they, bullet time slow-mo, right? It's like the hammer hits, the, the pin hits the the cap, and then the bullet, <laughs> the, the powder explodes, and you're just watching it in slow motion. But the, the, once that process has started, don't. Once the bullet time stops, then you know the, the series of events that follows tend to tend to be dramatic and catastrophic. Um, but it's not me saying it; it's these people saying it. And so, if this if that's what these people are thinking, is he sitting there in front of his gold gilded uh, fancy ceramic uh, holding cupboard and nary blinking as he's talking about the ethical and moral quandary of how we how we manage the planet and we've reached it we've reached the tech it's not it's only recently i would argue that we've probably reached the technological capability of where they where they could think to themselves we could stage prion release in this manner and well once if you know about it you can take the countermeasures against it and again, I I am going to be of the opinion that there will be multiple little things that you can do, right, to mitigate its effects. And some people won't be so lucky. They're, they're likely to be more impacted than others. But if enough people are taking mitigation effects, maybe we can put a dent in their uh, just genocidal eugenicist wet dreams as he's sitting there thinking oh god we could bring it down to a billion oh my god I'm coming a billion ah. I'm coming um, those calling for a coal always see themselves as being one important to survive yeah I know <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous is it like the, all these people that, that you know like green people you know, oh god you, you're uh, you're killing us you're killing us driving your car to go and get your eggs <laughs> and feed your family well you know i don't see them offering you, you can go to uh suicide pods now they're uh widely available for all the proles who uh just wish to uh step off this mortal coil it'll be a uh just step in comfy chair and uh you just press a button and uh away you go i don't see them offering themselves up to go into the pods I don't see these people offering themselves to go up into these pods. So all the time that they don't, I say, fuck them. Fuck them. You keep living. And uh, just if the, if there's one thing, one thing we can take from the, uh, the Abrahamist Goislop is go forth and multiply. Go forth and multiply. That's how you get through this. Okay. Oh dear, where was I? Um, I'm not doing a good job of getting towards the paper, am I? And I'm uh, already got got to do it in fifty minutes. Um, I thought it was five to six billion, maybe. I don't know. We'll ask uh, Chat GPT. How? 
many people were vaccinated against SARS globally. Uh, our systems have detected unusual activity. Um, I did a quick search. Here's what I discovered. As of the most de recent data, approximately 70.6% of the world's population has received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. In total, around 13.53 billion doses of the vaccine have been administered globally. So that potentially, I don't know. It's, it's just, they can reduce the uh, population by 70%. Well, you know, that starts getting them close to that. Oh, my God, a billion. I can't bring them down to a billion. Oh, yes. ah. Billion. Oh. Cyborg says, I think suicide pods would be a great investment. Um, I don't know, man. Just... If you think that, you know, oh, I'm just playing the markets and what have you, and, uh, I don't, you know, so long as it's given return on my investment, how does it matter if I have just a few shares, a few shares in uh, <laughs> newworldorder.inc? No. You should, you should try to have some, uh, some moral and ethical standards, <laughs> at least. All right. Um, what was the other thing I was going to do? Anyway, let's let's get to. And I'm going to do one thing first. Just just take a quick break. But we have a choice between um, long COVID is associated with severe cognitive slowing, or we can choose from this one: post COVID cognitive deficits at one year are global and associated with elevated brain injury markers and grey matter volume reduction national perspective study um if you would like this one press one in the chat if you would like this one press two in the chat uh the doc's just gonna uh hit the button
One, one, one. Give them five years. What are we voting on? Grey matter reduction. Okay. Um, so uh, let's go here. Download the PDF. And we shall begin. I haven't read this paper. Um, I'm just going. You always get just uh, my... How should we say? Just take on the... On the data, I'm not doing. Um, that's from the uh, UK, so I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine this is from the uh, the brain bank and the uh, very very large cohort they have with respect to uh, um, brain imaging pre and post uh, COVID. Just as an initial guest, um, but yes, 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 long author list. Okay, so hang on, let's see what we have here potential competing interests. So RB holds equity and serves as director of Centile Bioscience. Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There are a lot of uh, conflicts of interest here. We have to stop this, man. If you want to work in the academic environment, you are not, are not allowed to act as on boards or uh, nothing, nothing. Because in this instance, much of what you can be said can just be, um, it's under, under, I don't care how transparent you're being, um, it, it's going to impact your thinking. Uh, anyway, so I bet we don't even have enough for a small Coca-Cola for Simon yet. Most of your savings will be tokenized by the banks anyway finance technodence let's see let's see if anyone is uh, feeding the blick today <laughs> let's see could we get him a coca-cola uh let's see oh we are potentially about halfway there for what i like to um give to simon on a weekly basis so uh <laughs> Iran just impounded a US oil tank in Ian Oman. Um, interesting. Uh, let's see how that goes down. Um, look, they do that all the time. It's not the first time, etc. And we'll just uh, we'll see we'll see what happens if if uh, if the world pivots to uh, mega war in the Middle East. No doubt, I'll I'll switch the tenor of streams but anyway let's get on with this so abstract the spectrum pathophysiology and recovery trajectory of persistent post-covid19 cognitive deficits are unknown limiting our ability to develop prevention and treatment strategies we report the one-year cognitive serum biomarker and neuroimaging findings from a prospective national longitudinal study of cognition in 351 well, it's not that study but uh, covid19 patients who had required hospitalization and compared to 2000 or actually 3000 normative match controls cognitive deficits were global and associated with elevated brain injury markers and reduced anterior cingulate cortex volume at one year after admission the severity of the initial infective insult 
post-acute psychiatric symptoms and a history of encephalopathy were associated with greatest deficits. There was strong concordance between subjective and objective cognitive deficits. Treatment with corticosteroids during the acute phase appeared protective against cognitive deficits. Together, these findings support the hypothesis that brain injury in moderate to severe COVID-19 is immune-mediated and should guide the development of therapeutic strategies. Um, well, I, I think that's a very narrow way of looking at it. Yes, um, we, we talk about that immune dysregulation a lot here, but um, there are, uh, I don't know, it's like the amyloid, the amyloid hypothesis around innate immunity. Um, it, is an, it is a nice one. I do like it. And, you know, I can see why it could be beneficial. It's like um, uh, human endogenous retroviruses came up again this week. Uh, Walter did a nice article this week about herbs. And, you know, the herb issue is very, very interesting. But the, the, there seems to be a lot of overlap with um, you would you would use herbs essentially as a as a way to um have the body go into a defensive posture once signaling had uh, arrived that there were there were pathogens afoot so um that was that was my sort of take on herbs and why why they would still be somewhat functional and how they could be used in an evolutionary sense um is walter on twitter yes um Good brains are the new Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Cognitive deficits have been widely reported in post-acute COVID-19 patients across the, res uh, across the respiratory disease severity spectrum. However, their recovery trajectory and pathophysiology remain unknown. The most severely impacted patients are likely to be those with symptoms of and clinical evidence for neurological or psychiatric complications secondary to COVID-19. However, most previous studies have not included these patients despite such complications being present in up to one third of patients in the six months following COVID-19 diagnosis, including diagnoses such such as stroke, movement disorders, and psychosis. Oh, all words that used to make the doctor get moist, but uh, <laughs> just I'm seeing a bit too much of it these days. Early data suggested that the most common acute neurological complication of COVID-19 was encephalopathy, overlapping with delirium and subacute delirium in the context of COVID-19. The majority of the current literature uses suboptimal or domain-limited measures of cognitive performance and does not examine biological substrates. Few neuroimaging studies have assessed cognition across multiple cognitive domains, utilizing sensitive, precise, and objective assessments relative to appropriately matched controls, and there are scarce follow-up data to allow understanding of recovery trajectories and prognostic markers. Early evidence suggested that COVID-19 patients primarily suffered from a dis-executive syndrome during acute infection. Um, yeah, that's one way of describing it, I guess. Uh, however, the domain-specific pattern of cognitive impairment in the post-acute phase, commonly defined as beyond three months post-COVID-19 symptom, on, uh, symptom onset, has not been well characterized. Similarly, the biological basis of these objective cognitive deficits remains unclear, particularly the degree of brain injury and associated structural neuroimaging changes. Given that COVID-19 is very rarely neuroinvasive with little robust evidence of SARS-CoV-2 virions in the brain, um, I think that 
is uh that's still a hotly debated um topic i wouldn't uh i wouldn't dismiss virions in the brain um but it doesn't matter anyway <laughs> the, the the wise the wise among us knew that you just got to start excreting those uh, amyloidogenic peptides and that's it game on all right so anyway the impact in, on the brain is hypothesized to be via immune-mediated para- and post-infectious phenomenon, or else indirect effects via neuropsychiatric, psychological, and social consequences of illness and the pandemic more generally. The para-infectious brain insult demonstrated in COVID-19 is unlikely to be unique to SARS-CoV-2 infection, given that similar findings have been demonstrated in other systemic infections and critical illness. And therefore, improved understanding of post-acute cognitive impairment in this setting may be translatable to other clinical cohorts. Ultimately, the current lack of evidence limits our ability to advise and manage patients with ongoing cognitive symptoms that can have a significant impact on quality of life and the healthcare systems. There is an urgent need to comprehensively study COVID-19 patients, including in-depth clinical biological and cognitive phenotyping, as well as longitudinal follow-up. The COVID-19 Clinical Neuroscience Study is a prospective national study of the neurologic, uh, neurological and psychiatric complications of COVID-19. This analysis aims to characterize post-acute cognitive impairment and explore the role of serum and neuroimaging biomarkers in adults hospitalized with COVID-19 with and without clinical neurological and psychiatric complications. Analyses were conducted according to a pre-registered statistical analysis plan 21 to test the following hypothesis. Um, is this just some, uh, what do you call it, survey-based study? Analysis were conducted according to a pre-registered statistical analysis plan. I guess it's just some framework that they were using. COVID-19 is associated with post-acute, objectively measurable cognitive deficits. I agree. Certain cognitive domains are more generally impaired than others. Executive function will be disproportionately impaired in relation to accuracy and reaction time. Cognitive deficits correlate with age, WHO, COVID-19 disease severity, presence of an acute neurological or psychiatric complication, multimorbidity and mental health comorbidities, Rockwood clinical frailty scale and acute serum inflammatory markers. Educational attainment and prior treatment with dexamethasone during acute illness may be protective. Post-acute cognitive deficits are associated with structural volumetric changes and magnetic resonance imaging. Uh, so, 351 participants. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, who cares about those details? Cognition. Hypothesis 1. COVID-19 is associated with post-acute objectively measurable cognitive deficits. Patients in all groups were significantly less accurate and slower in their responses than would be expected based upon their demographics compared with subsampled normative data. The lowest global deviation from expected scores were seen in patients who had encephalopathy. Well, yeah. <laughs> when... Uh... When you've got holes in your brain, um, expect uh, expect a slowing. Expect the great retardation, and to a lesser extent, those who had who had had cerebrovascular or inflammatory complications prior to COVID nineteen illness. NeuroCovid and COVID patients were concerned about their memory, increasing to eighty four out of one hundred thirty nine and sixty six out of one hundred fifty after COVID nineteen illness, respectively. Of whom thirty five out of eighty two. 45 out of 66 respectively perceived their memory problems to be progressive. Um, I want to, I bet you if I go back up and 
I look at the authors. I can just tell from the style of writing. This has come from the psychology department. Let's just let's just see. Does it say psychiatry, psychology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Psychiatry, psychology. Yeah, it's it has very much has the feel of a psychology uh, paper. Because uh, the, the thing with psychology is that, um, uh, you know, they were, how should we say, they weren't uh, considered with the same uh, <laughs> reverence that we give uh, people of uh, hard sciences. And so at the, in order to cover up for their lack of... Um, I don't know, like fine-grained, in-depth data, reductive data. Uh, they they will throw all their stats uh, in in excessive amounts in their text. It's just it it becomes tortuous to read, and, it, and it's essentially it's a deflection from the fact that ah well we know we don't have that much to actually say, and uh, a lot of our data is non-parametric. All right, so um, lots of um, effect on whatever, speed, reaction. Uh, why is this messing around? Hey, keep still. <laughs> what is it? What is it doing? Let me, okay. Is, is, is there any figures in this one? Who voted for this paper? You're getting voted off the island. <laughs> any figures? Have they have they just resorted to tables? Yeah, of course. That would be a psychiatry paper par excellence. It's just <laughs> not one figure yet. Figures. Right, here we go. <laughs> Right, it's not really. Oh, here we go. Some graphs. Um, okay. Work with me, paper. Work with me. Okay, so yeah, we did about reactors uh, were significantly less accurate and slower in the responses. So we did that one. Hypothesis two: certain cognitive domains are more greatly impaired than others. Analysis of individual tasks identified global impairment across all cognitive domains in both accuracy and response time in all clinical diagnostics groups and no evidence for domain-specific deficits. In addition, this pattern of generalized cognitive impairment did not vary significantly according to the clinical diagnostic group. Interesting. Recovery occurs over months and may be incomplete. Yep. 
So uh, you've <laughs> they've taken 10, 20 IQ points from you. <laughs> they've accelerated your cognitive age massively. Follow-up one was completed by 51 neurocovid and 30 COVID patients at median IQR111 days after their post-acute appointment. The neurocovid and COVID groups of follow-up were similar of similar median age uh, and sex respectively as the cohort as a whole but both groups had higher median at their initial post-acute assessment these papers were a nightmare to read <laughs> both neurocovid and covid groups there was evidence of recovery and cognitive performance comparing post-acute assessment to both follow-up one and follow-up two but not between follow-up one follow-up two total of 48 out of 51 neurocovid and 27 out of 30 covid patients had prior serum sampling for brain injury markers and 21 out of 51 and 15 out of 30 respectively had prior neuroimaging in the neurocovid group when accounting for timing of covid19 a multivariate model demonstrated a trend towards an association between a raised tau and a reduced recovery interesting a multivariate model in the COVID group demonstrated that patients were less likely to recover if they were infected with COVID-19 earlier in the pandemic and had a higher ubiquitin carboxytermalase hydroxylase L1. Um, had a higher ubiquitin... Well, higher, more, more ubiquitin, more severe symptoms. That's the first time I've heard of that, but anyway. Hypothesis three and four, clinical factors associated with greater deficits. The clinical factors associated with cognitive impairment differed in the neurocovid and covid groups. The multivariate model of the neurocovid group containing only clinical factors did not explain a significant proportion of the variance. In the multivariate model of the covid-19 group, cognitive impairment was associated with symptoms of depression, multimorbidity, COVID-19 illness earlier in the pandemic, particularly during the first wave, and increased COVID-19 severity. Treatment with corticosteroids, yeah, we know that uh, was uh, protective. In univariate analysis of preselected variables in the full cohort, uh, GDFE scores were most strongly associated coefficient with the COVID-19 associated history of encephalopathy, uh, admission date during the period 2020. 0103 2021 post-acute subjective cognitive impairment and depression in both neurocovid and covid groups respectively correlation matrices revealed high correlation between scores in patient health questionnaires and ptsd checklist for dsm-5 generalized anxiety disorder assessment child fatigue scale physical mental subscales and subjective cognitive impairment pre-existing depression or a history of antidepressant use were not significantly associated with post-acute cognitive impairment serum markers compared to healthy controls median serum neurofilament light chain marker of axonal injury and a good friend gfap uh, a marker of astrocyte injury was significantly raised in patients who had COVID-19 and further raised in those with neurological complications. And respectively, tau was raised exclusively in those with neurological complications. Of course, tau being linked to Alzheimer's. 
hypothesis five, cognitive deficits are associated with structural volumetric changes on MRI. Participants who underwent neuroimaging in the neurocovid and covid groups were similar to the overall cohort in median age and proportion of males and <laughs> I don't know how to just that that sentence just ends and proportion of males and okay the thickness and volume of regions represented by the composite composite image derived phenotype z sores did not differ significantly between neurocovid and covid groups um so in this this is saying contrary to the brain bank studies that they don't see um changes in gray matter um regions. One way ANOVA revealed a significant difference in IDP composites between diagnostic subgroups in terms of global thickness and composite, but this did not persist after false discovery rate correction. Post hoc Tukey group comparisons for this thickness and composite found significant differences between the neuropsychiatric group and cerebrovascular encephalopathy delirium and peripheral subgroups. No, and that that for me was my my residing more than any other symptom. No, there were two symptoms that were really objectionable to me. Delirium, that was horrible, and um, the the convulsing on the bed. <laughs> Those uh, counter-toxins ravaged my body, um, but delirium was a tough one. Let's see Pearson's correlations between GDFEs and IDP. God, God, psychology papers are just nauseating. Composites indicate significant correlations between overall cognition and total brain IDP composite in the NeuroCOVID group and the overall cohort. Global volume composition had significant correlations with cognitive deficits in the overall cohort, with a correlation in the NeuroCOVID group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not persisting after false discovery rate correction. The bilateral volume of anterior cingulate cortex was significantly and moderately positively correlated with overall cognition in the neurocovid versus the covid group and the overall cohort. All right, cluster analysis, cognitive deficits, anterior cingulate volume, and GFAP. An unsupervised cluster analysis corrected for multiple comparisons demonstrated that faster reaction time in memory tasks correlated with parahippocampal parahippocampal gyrus, anterior cingulate cortex, and insular volumes. Insular volumes and orbitofrontal cortex were correlated with executive function. Symptoms of depression were negatively correlated with immediate memory, language, and perceptual motor function, as well as anterior cingulate cortex volume. Subjective memory impairment was associated with inaccurate and slow responses on memory tasks and reduced superior temporal gyrus and insular volume. Raised uh, neurofilament in serum was weakly correlated with reduced thickness composite and reduced superior temporal gyrus volume. In a multivariate model of GDFE in the neurocovid group, cognitive deficits were associated with reduced anterior cingulate cortex volume and increased age in the covid group. Cognitive deficits were associated with symptoms of depression, increased multimorbidity, and a raised GFAP. Right. Um, that was it. That's their paper discussion. Um, look, I I'm not doubting uh, the data. That, you know what the, they've found or latched onto what seem to be consistent uh, data points that we've seen now for many years. Um, it's just it's I, I'm I'm irked now at having to read. Uh, <laughs> 
it's like a psychology paper it just brings back um bad or, or painful memories that's all all right so funnily enough talking about psychiatry oh god got to get to my therapist talk about those painful memories of uh poorly worded uh, paragraphs in uh, psychiatric papers all right so the prospective national multi-center center study of 351 covid19 patients who required hospitalization with and without new neurological complications demonstrated that post-acute cognitive deficits relative to 3000 match controls were associated with elevated brain injury markers in serum and reduced gray matter volume okay so they are seeing reduced gray matter volume good um, I interpreted that differently in their jumble of text up above. In contrast to studies early in the pandemic that identified this executive syndromes predominant in acute infection. Our study found global persistent cognitive deficits even in those without clinical neurological complications. When compared to normative age matched data, these deficits were equivalent in magnitude <laughs> from aging from 50 to 70 years of age. <laughs> Ah, you're all so fucked. 20 years cognitive aging. Oof. <laughs> nice. This study indicated cognitive deficits were associated with the severity of the initial infective insult, post-acute mental health status, and a history of COVID-19-associated encephalopathy with strong concordance between subjective and objective deficits. Well, look, the... the Good thing here is that they're finding it um, linked more to the first wave. And um, for sure, I think the earlier rounds were more uh, destructive on people but if, if they got taken by it. Um, but maybe that's my own biases there. Despite some improvement at the first follow-up, the second there was a plateau in the cognitive recovery trajectory and there was evidence of ongoing neuronal and astrocytic injury one year after acute COVID-19, even those, even in those without neurological complications, with demonstration of underpinning neuroanatomical substrates. The findings are both clinically significant and biologically plausible. Raised brain injury markers have been demonstrated in acute and post-acute COVID-19 and associated with dysregulated and innate adaptive immune responses. The pattern of acute inflammatory proteins can predict post-acute cognitive outcomes. And the finding here, that acute treatment with corticosteroids. I mean, this paper reads like one from 2021. I mean, why, why would it just be coming out now? Have I, have I been... Um, taken by a older paper and not check the date january 5th 2024 like like i say this reads like a paper from 2021 discussion Cognitive deficits were global of significant magnitude and spanned both accuracy and reaction time. Deficits were moderately to strongly associated with symptoms of depression and the anterior cingulate cortex volume, which has functional roles in connecting cognition, attention, and emotion. An attentional basis for cognitive impairment with associated difficulties in memory encoding would be consistent with the global nature of the deficits, including the 
immediate memory task. The anterior cingulate cortex is also frequently implicated in studies of depression, utilizing PET imaging, uh, which is interpreted as indicating microglial activation or neuroinflammation. Longitudinal research using UK Biobank data reported volume loss in the anterior cingulate cortex and other limbic structures following mild SARS-CoV-2 infection. But prior literature has also shown that the anterior cingular cortex has reducing volume in older age. In our unsupervised cluster analysis, reduced cortical thickness, particularly in the superior temporal gyrus, was found to be associated with raised neurofilament, potentially indicating a regional substrate for axonal injury in this population. Some literature has suggested that neuroinflammation and neurodegeneration can mediate structural brain changes and neuropsychiatric sequelae. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> And that serum neurofilament might be associated with changes to the superior temporal gyrus in these contexts. The severe persistent deficits in those with COVID-associated acute encephalopathy in this cohort did not, who did not have a pre-COVID history of neurological disease suggests that a picture of encephalopathy and or delirium in the context of infection is not just an unmasking of latent cognitive impairment, but rather may precede lasting brain dysfunction. Yeah, that encephalopathy um, doesn't, uh, <laughs> doesn't bode well. Um, Okay. Uh, advancing mechanistic understanding of post-COVID-19 cognitive deficits has the potential to provide insights into therapeutic targets. This analysis implicates neurochemical and neuromodulating mechanisms that both have potential to be targeted. There is growing biochemical evidence that neurological complications in COVID-19, including cognitive impairment, are immune-mediated, which is corroborated here by clinical demonstration of the protective effect of acute treatment with corticosteroids. In the post-acute phase, conceptually, if the anterior cingulate cortex were confirmed to be a nexus of late deficits, its dopaminergic neurochemical linkage provides a target for neuromodulatory therapy with the potential for utilizing drugs already approved for humans as well as attention training therapies. Wow. Uh, they're literally talking about um, ADHD, well, giving people amphetamines, and suddenly... Where they took that cyst out of my neck, I hope it's not coming back, suddenly got painful. Hmm. Yeah, there's uh, stuff coming out. It's weird. Hmm. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> The strengths of this study include its multimodality, such as the use of robust longitudinal cognitive assessment, high-quality clinical data, serum biomarkers, and nationally harmonized free Tesla neuroimaging data. Free Tesla MRI. Nice. Importantly, the GDFE scores reported represent how cognitive performance differs from what would be expected on an individual level based upon age, sex, level of education and first language using data from large normative data set. This reduces the risk of confounding due to pre-morbid state. Inclusion of patients with neurological complications allowed more complete assessment of the heterogeneous impact of COVID-19 on brain dysfunction. The pre-registered statistical analysis plan was conducted with minimal deviation and provides increased confidence in results which are broadly consistent with documented hypotheses. Limitations included lack of pre-morbid assessment or acute biomarkers beyond routine clinical tests 
probable age and severity, selection bias in those completing study assessments, particularly computerized cognitive assessment and MRI scanning, and exclusive use of pre-selected brain regions for neuro neuroimaging analysis. Additionally, the UK Biobank bio, uh, pipeline utilized does not completely address some potential confounds such as head motion. Although structural scans, as utilised in this study, are not thought to suffer from degradation of image quality as a result of head motion to the same extent as other modalities, it's worth acknowledging that such confounds could increase the risk of false positives. However, this study aimed to address this by excluding scans with significant motion artefact. Finally, the analysis of recovery trajectories was underpowered, which limits interpretation, but there was evidence of a trend towards recovery that continued into the second year. Taken together, this... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us more grant money. Um this uh nothing new in this just just a um just an indicator that the wow holy shit something's going on in the back of my neck <laughs> oh well uh, and you're gonna have to uh go and patch myself up i think for fear of uh ripping down my down my neck um all right uh that's this paper done um i'm gonna try and stream later tonight and try and do the second paper and then I'll try and get back to what I said my sort of medium term goals at the moment is explore the patent landscape around um, prions and there was a small molecule that I came across which may be of interest um, I will I will take a look um, at that as well um but this paper was meh um not so interesting um let's see long covid associated with severe slowing is this uh <laughs> is this going to be another psychiatry paper hello hopefully not as painful um I i'll do this one later tonight but i just i just want to see what i'm setting myself up for well, it's not working. Um, all the stem cells are making a Jewish third soul in your neocortex. Yeah, maybe. Um, just that, that just crossed my mind about what the fuck's happening with the unregulated stem cells being uh, <laughs> injected into my. <laughs> all right, I just catch up on the chat. Um, Let's see. I'm starting people. I'm seeing people start to interpret personal social interactions in bizarre ways. Accusations of passive aggressiveness, anger when it's clearly not, and paranoia, secretiveness. Any comment to this? Um, yeah, as uh, the brain rot kicks in, uh, the uh, the behavioural instability becomes more apparent. Um, let's just pray. It's just a transitory thing. Uh, Starlight Sign says, uh, I did a summer school in psychology, load of bollocks, really. Um, so, some of it is useful. A lot of it is just, again, the, well, especially prior to having sort of functional MRI, it just, it lacked quantitative rigor. And which is why I like neuroscience, because it sort of, shed those and was far more rigorous with respect to um the basic sciences that uh, you had to learn um i mean i did my you know prior to entry into university i did 
like one of the qualifications I took was psychology. Um, and there were some interesting bits to it, but um, generally uh, not so much. Uh, oh, it, it's getting better, I should say. I don't want to be too disparaging. Uh, let's see. I'm failing. Can I change my degree to psychology? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Touche, bro. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Mother went to Ireland during the 80s Macau outbreak. Ate beef. She died of Louis body dementia three years later. Horrible death. Frontal cortex gone. Uh, yeah, man. It's not pleasant. And, you know, the... What would be the egalitarian thinking in taking people out with prion-like disorders? Well, in the end, because you're sponge-brained, death isn't really so much an issue. <laughs> so... Um, let's see, never been the same since January 23 in hospital with COVID. Right now, I cannot walk 24-7, severe dizzy, nightmare, not vaccinated. Um, uh, Eladora, um, just know that you're not alone. And this is why I, I spend the time, <laughs> the, the people, people developing long-term issues was apparent well, well uh, before vaccines arrived on the scene and people getting too wrapped up in, uh, well, you know, in my mind, bioweapon release versus targeted gene transfection, you know, morally and ethically, they're the, they're the same crimes in my view. Um, I guess the vaccines requires a human being to push the plunger, which um, can make it seem more uh, immediate. And, you know, it's a virus is it's going to, there's a degree of chance involved if you're going to um, succumb or not. Uh, let's see. Eli Lilly and Pfizer should figure out how to prevent neurodegeneration. Maybe someone figured out how to weaponize a pathogen to cause it. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, wow, Doc is already streaming again. <laughs> I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. I gotta. <laughs> I've got my team to look after at the moment. I've got to. Uh, <laughs> I need to be pumping out more content. We need WTYL to take off. So uh, the <laughs> the shekels rain down on the dock. Uh, right center. Um, see, uh, I'm just still laying around today. Still not sure what's going wrong with me. Have to see if it gets better. Well, you know. Good doggy, um, good doggy prays for you. Uh, we pray for good doggy. That's uh, all I can say. Uh, get better soon, bro. Um, let's see, got middle ear stuff now. I smell like kebab because I put chopped and steamed onion on my ears. Okay, did it help? Uh, yeah, I've never, I've been off ever since I got sick. Brain fog, feel incapacitated, didn't vaccine. Um, yeah, like I say, many, many people like that. And this is why, you know, listening to cretins like Rancor just isn't helpful, right? It's just, you're not helping. Get back. Uh, exactly. Both were created by people with bad intentions. It's both more with vaccines. Uh, <laughs> I. Are you are you going to see justice brought down on these people? Unlikely. What your job right now is to make sure that um, you blaze a path through the other side of the bottleneck. Uh, 
evolution bottleneck. That's all you can do. And um, <laughs> fantasies about uh, Fauci hanging from a lamppost, etc., probably ain't going to happen. I mean, we're trying. We are trying, but trust me, it's gone to the top of what people understand as their representative um, structures, etc. They're they're not going to move. Too many people implicated. The the crimes too heinous, and they they won't do much. But what, like I say, what we can do is um, in this new world that's coming. Um, you build um, outposts of little little bits of um, community, I guess, that you want. And that's why the internet is good in this instance. And um, that we can act as early warning posts when the, uh, the combine sends their stormtroopers to, <laughs> to press, press uh, for compliance. All right, um, I've got a call. I've got to take in a few minutes, so I'm going to get out of here. I'll be back later tonight to do that other paper. Um, so in the meantime, oh, let me just see if anyone else is uh, feeding the bleak. Uh, come on, we need Mackie D's and uh, all sorts. Oh, yeah, we're nearly there. Um, we're a, well, <laughs> come on, someone donate 50 bucks. Feed the bleak. All right. All right. Um, out of here i will see you all later bro you don't know how angry i am you do i'm like i was just leaving for fucking work you do not understand how fucking pissed off after reading that little line i will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine fuck these cappers i will fucking kill each fucking kappa i swear <laughs> this is not a fucking joke anymore this is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. These chapters. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever throw through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking bees and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! All that five. This guy. So technically five thousand. Let up! 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 Let up!